Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust, as the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 being gathered in this day and time, the mentalist, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Newman Minkari. This is Mentelect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing the gentle coons versus the violent coons. Which one is worse? They both worse. In fact, you can't even, you know, they, they equally are, you know, they equally are terrible because these type of coons exist in our everyday life. They exist in our everyday life, and we have to deal with these types of Negroes every day. You see, you either got the violent coon or you got the gentle coon. The gentle coon, well, first, before I start, can everybody hear me? I want to make sure everybody can hear me before I go. I go. I want to make sure everybody, uh, you know, can everybody hear me? Clear? Coming in clear? All right. Good, 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 good. We got the um, gentle coons. These are guys who will go to school, and the girls too, because you got female coons too. Gentle coons, female gentle gentlemen and gentle women, or gentle gentle coons. That's the the gentle coon is not just a um, it's not just a it's not based on um gender. You know, I'm getting into the gender thing, the next thing, the agenda war. But it's not just based on gender. It's like you know unisex. You see, the gentle coon and the violent coon, because you got both in, within the so-called black race, both male and female. The gentle coon is the one. She goes to church, right? I'm getting with the female gentle coon right now, the black gent- female gentle gentle coon. She's the one that goes to church, right, loves white Jesus, loves Caucasian talking points, loves to repeat anything white people say, anything that white people think they think, right? That's both male and female. They secretly want to be white, and they secretly look down on other so-called black people. Or, and openly, right? And they are always the quickest ones. They're always the quickest ones to switch back and forth. They'll they'll be the ones. They're usually the ones who they'll be in front of white people. They know how to you know talk and get white people and you know say little key things. In other words, white people feel comfortable around the gentle coons, right? White people feel you know comfortable around them. And then you know if the gentle coons ever. You know, they'd be on their corporate jobs. They'll be, you know, in the industries or, you know, Hollywood or wherever, you know, in record companies. These people are always close to Caucasians. Caucasians feel comfortable with the gentle coon because they had a time to breed the gentle coon. You see, they had a time to, uh, what's the word I want to say? They had a time to, to uh, uh, foster and to uh, uh, groom the gentle coon. Usually they'll take them at early ages. And they'll put them in certain schools, special academies and things like that. Next thing you know, they're going to gifted high schools around white kids and stuff like that. Next thing you know, they're being mentored by white uh, by white uh, guides, counselors, and they're making sure they get the best grades to go. See, they start to mentor these gentle coons, right? They give them a lot of opportunity early because they can spot something in them. What are they spotting them is that Eve sees effeminate energy in the, in the gentle coon. 
and spot that Eve-seated gentle energy. If you got that Eve-seated gentle energy on you as a black male, then Caucasian males and everybody else will embrace you. That's why the most popular black male the world over is the homosexual black male or the beta black male because all the beta black males, a.k.a. the gentle coons, they all got a little bit of that beta male in them, that homosexual vibe in them. They might not have did no homosexuality, they did nothing, no physical act with another man, but they carry that energy on them like they would probably be open to it if they got pushed or it was the right price. You know where I'm going with this. They are compromised. They are compromised mentally. The so-called white men started to make them type of gentle coons on the plantation. You see, you got generations and generations. See, and please don't get it twisted. They got generations and generations of gentle coons. These are the ones who are usually in the uh, historically HBCU, whatever, HBSCU, whatever, the historically black colleges and universities, the second, third, and fourth generation uh, 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 fraternity males, right, because they great-great-great-great-grandfather go back to slavery, and when the white man cut them loose and he probably was somebody's butler, for real, some white male butler, right? And he helped them get get a school and all this other stuff and was philanthropic to teach the Negroes to breed more gentle coons, you know. They made sure they taught the gentle coons the proper English language and the pronunciation and, the you know, and all that other stuff, like how to pronounce the words and the English language and, you know, and a, a fine love of art and poetry and all kind of other garbage, other kind of, you know, basically that stuff. These Negroes take up when they go to college, liberal arts and, you know, just learning about arts and all this, all this other crap, right? And these are the people who will end up, like I said, they'll end up in Hollywood. They'll end up in uh, agencies, right, certain agencies in Hollywood, entertainment, and corporate America. And you ask yourself, damn, how do they get these jobs? How do these guys get these type of jobs? You wouldn't even know where to go with to fill out. They don't have applications for jobs like this. This is stuff that they where they know these kind of people. And they breed these kind of people, these gentle coons. They breed them. You see? They usually like I said, they usually are they usually come home as the friends of some Caucasian, you know, at college, some Caucasian male or female at college who they hanging up under and they end up getting an apprenticeship at their father at the white father's uh business. And next thing you know, the gentle coon got a got a, a eighty ninety thousand dollar a year job, right? He got an eighty to ninety thousand dollar a year job, right? Hundred thousand dollars a year, as long as he's as long as he's gentle and he has that um, that beta male, half a homosexual type of energy on him. As long as he remains like that, as long as he remains the life of the party. You know who I'm describing here right now? If they was in corporate America, you know who I'm describing right now? You ever heard of that guy Donald Glover? You know, Childish Gambino, that's who I'm pretty much describing right now. He's like the white people's favorite pet nigga. You see, he's the white people's favorite pet nigga. He's the nigga that don't mind being called a nigga. They'll make nigga jokes in front of him, right, and they don't feel no kind of way about it. And he's always cool to be around. He's always their black buddy, their black pal, their black friend. And they always make make sure they emphasize our black the black part, so that they know, because that's really cold word for Caucasians, so that if other Caucasians around, they want to make some nigga jokes and whatnot, they don't want to really make them too much in front of their black buddy because they don't want to offend them. In other words, that's watch your tone. That's our black friend. Watch your tone. 
he's coming, you know, he's coming with us, you know. They'll let you know that that you're black and whatnot, just so they know and see your see your expression on each other's face, right? They make sure they just you know let you know that's my black friend. Yeah, right. That's code word to all other white people. We gotta we can't really talk how we usually talk when there ain't no niggas around. That's really what that means. That's what that translates into, right? You know, they like I said, they always end up it's like at them what you call good jobs, and like I said. At some point, sometimes at some point, they might hit a breaking point, right? After all that cooning and babooning, right? Samboing, ass kissing, all of that. Out in Hollywood, putting on dresses, obliging. It was a good coon. You know, it was a good coon that went bad for white people. Paul Mooney. A lot of people don't remember Paul Mooney, how he was and whatnot, you know, before before the comedy with Richard Pryor and his, you know, his homosexual thing. Because already, if you embrace homosexuality, you're already a goddamn coon, whether you know it or not. Well, if you embrace that, you're already a coon because you're just following the ways of the beast, right? You, so you are, you are a degenerate and a coon on top of that for that sexual, that sexual uh, so-called sexual preference, that form of degeneracy. So, but anyway... Yeah, Paul Mooney, he switched over into a, you know, semi-violent coon when he couldn't get his way in Hollywood and get, get on the way he wanted to. Then all of a sudden, he became Mr. Pro-Black. He became Mr. Pro-Black. Talking all that black shit. You know, he became the violent coon on stage, but off stage, he was a gentle coon. See, because you also got the gentle coon and the violent coon, they know how to switch off. They know how to play the violent coon in front of y'all. Which is usually the thugs and niggas who call themselves want to be thugs and criminals and gangsters. All these, these these are the niggas who grew up in the hood with you. These are the most evilest, demonic niggas. The, the violent coons I'm talking about now. They're the most evil, demonic, vile niggas you ever want to see. They sell drugs on the block, bit, dis, disrespect your mothers, shoot up the neighborhood, hit your kids, everything. You know, just all kind of disrespectful. Get around white people, them niggas know how to act. They know how to act when they get around white people. Mystic, ma- mystically and magically, these niggas know how to act. You see? You know how you know that? Get these niggas in front of Vlad, Vlad on Vlad TV. These usually the niggas that was on Vlad TV who became rappers. Get all these monkey niggas on Vlad TV. And you'll see they know how to interview right. They ain't acting stupid. You know, they know how to talk. When the white man get in front of their face, they, don't, they ain't acting like monkeys no more. You see? They want to be the friend. They want to be friends with the white man. But when they when you come around, who that nigga is? Who that nigga think? What's the nigga doing around here? What's up with that nigga? That's the violent coon. He becomes a gentle coon, right? The, the gentle coon and sambo around the white man. The violent coon around his own people. You know who he was on the plantation? The violent coon. The violent coon was Stephen. Remember Stephen from the Django? The violent coon can always be seen in a picture. If you ever notice, if you ever see it in those old depictions of white males beating white males beating black so-called black men and uh, uh, slavery whipping their backs, you always look in a few. If you, if you look at a few of those pictures, you'll see it's usually a so-called black male beating other black man's back for the white man, because the white man didn't want to wear his damn arm out, so he get the the, uh, the uh, uh, violent coon, the thug, his thug. To do the dirty work, and the nigga love it. He loved that position as a white man. He give him a he give him a, a, a job. He ain't got to pick cotton. He give him his own woman, right? Or several or several women he wants. You know, and, and the nigga don't care if the white man sell his kids. He don't care about that. He just want to have access to some sex. 
right? All the vagina he want, long as he ain't looking at no white women. And he can sleep all he as long as he out there, he got his job overseeing the rest of the niggas. And they chose the thug niggas for that. <laughs> they chose the thug niggas. They knew who the thug niggas was. They knew who the violent coons was, the ones who would be violent toward their own, but they knew not to get violent with the master. They knew not to get violent with the master. They knew how to get violent with other niggas because that was their out, uh, outreach. The white man smacked them right in their fucking face, and they won't say nothing. Kick them in their ass, take their woman, rape their woman. Brother. These violent coons won't do shit. You know, much like how these niggas are, these, the, the thugs in your neighborhood who all tough and bust their gun. I go out for my hood, go out for my set. Then when the white man come with a blue uniform, these niggas laying down, face down, ass up in the air. How that happen? How that happen? I mean, I thought you niggas was going to go all out. What difference do it make whether this motherfucker wearing a badge or not? A badge or a bandana, what difference do it make? If you niggas claim you about that life, what difference does that make? A badge or a bandana? A gun is a gun. You shoot it out, you shoot it out. Win, lose, or draw. But why do these guys always go? Why the violence? Because if it was niggas, they would have they been shooting it out to the death, ready to kill, it, kill them, kill their life, kill their families, everything. When it comes to white man in the blue uniform, hell, not even nowadays, not even a white man in the blue uniform. It could be a regular white man with a gun. You see? These niggas always acquiesce. They always acquiesce. They always just, like, fall back. You know what I'm saying? They ain't never tough. They ain't never going to body no cops. Them niggas, see, the violent coon know his limitations. You see? The violent coon, the violent thug, Right, he knows his limitations. The white man don't care if the violent coons and thugs are abusing the neighborhood, selling drugs in the neighborhood, messing up the neighborhood. The, the white man don't care. The police, they don't care about the, the mayor, the governor, the goddamn uh, uh, police captains, and that. And they don't care about you, about these niggas, these gangbanging niggas, these violent uh, coons. They don't care if these violent coons mess up the neighborhood. They don't care if they shoot the shit up, kill each other, hit little babies. They don't care. They're like, good. Good, but that shit will all cut out. The minute they say one word, all that shit gonna stop, and it starts with a G. You know what that word is that'll stop the violent coon from talking about my hood this and my hood that. I bust my gun in my hood. I'm gonna stay in my hood. You know what stops all that? One word, and it's not God. The word starts with a G, and it's gentrification. Because the minute the white man decides to gentrify that area, all that nigga shit cut out. All that violent coon shit cut out. That's when niggas get, get, get God in their life and they want to start, or, or they get Christ in their life, and then they become ex-thugs. Next thing you know, surprise, these niggas want to be rappers now. They want to be rappers now, right? They want to be rappers. They want to change their life. They want to write books. They want to start YouTube channels or talking about how they was thugs and how, they, how the life and the, how the game ain't, you know, ain't what it is and all this other BS. Right, but this nigga ten years ago who was King Kong was killing, talking, killing his people, selling poison to his people. F the black, you know, he's you know he the one. If you ask the, the violent coon, you ask him, uh, 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 yo, what you think about the so-called white man? Man, I ain't on that racist shit. Man, everybody's love. It's all love. That's what the violent coon tell you. You know, I ain't into that color, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, we we all one, we all the same. That's what the violent coon tell you. The violent coon is very liberal. Don't you know? The violent coon is very liberal when it comes to race. 
The violent coon is very liberal. Ask them about the so-called white man, what they think of the so-called white man. The violent coon will tell you, oh, man, ain't nothing wrong with the white man. I mean, I got a white girlfriend. Ain't nothing wrong with white people. Ain't nothing wrong with Asian people. Ain't nothing wrong with Latin people. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I, my girl, my, I talked to a white girl. I mean, she got good people. She got that family good people. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the violent coon. That's the violent coon. But it come to you, oh, nigga, get out my face. Nigga, what? What, 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 nigga, what? That gun always ready to go off. I'm wondering if that gun gonna go off in Detroit where that, where that Asian guy shot the, uh, um, shot the uh, little black boy, little two-year-old black boy in the arm. I wonder if the gun's gonna go off on him. I wonder. Now, you know, had it been a black man that did that, like I said, them Nick, that boy's father and his brothers and his uncles and cousins would have kicked open the fucking door to the black man house and killed his whole family. That's what the violent coon would do. Oh, it's another race of people. Oh, like the, like the father on the fucking thing is sitting up to his arm. Oh, I don't know. I'm just distressed. I don't know what to do. Right. Right. There you go. That's the violent coon. And the father looked like a violent coon. He looked like he was violent. He looked like the one niggas. He'll, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll set it off and fight another nigga or he'll pull his pistol, everything. And he's like, I don't know what to do about this. You don't know what to do about it. Anyway, ask the white man what he would do about it. Because that's, that's, that's your father. That's your master. Ask the white man what he'd do about it. Because he the one to do your thinking for you. See if he'd be okay with somebody shooting his two-year-old son in the arm. But you, like I said, you niggas are a bunch of, like I said, you a bunch of, you a bunch of monsters and gorillas towards your own people. You monsters and gorillas towards your own kind, the people that look like you. But when it comes to the other races of people, you just a damn, you just like a gorilla in the mist. You a little tame monkey. You won't never go and rob, you won't never go and say, oh, I'm not going to this Asian shop. Oh, I ain't going in this uh, East Indian shop. Oh, I'm not going in this other place. Oh, I'm not supporting these people. You'll be the one to say you ain't going. I ain't going to that nigga spot for black so-called black male. I ain't going up in there. That'll be you. You see. That'll be you. That's that's the violent coon. You see. The gentle coon. He wants to make everything about you know class. See the gentle coon. You know, there's no such thing as racism. It's all about class. You seeing money, and see you. All, all you gotta do is get money, and see once you get money, everything will be all right. These are the niggas that's talking about reparations. The niggas who claim they pro-black, but everything about they out their mouth is reparations from white. But they claim they pro-black. That's the answer to the uh, problems of so-called black people. You see, but these are the same people who say, oh, you know, uh, uh. Black people, you know, uh, back in slavery, they would um, be selling their they people out for money and things like that. But then if you ask it for reparations, you're doing the same thing. Because you're saying that by taking money. Because, see, remember, the gentle coon, they want money as a form of acceptance from the white man. That's why the gentle coon wants money. They want, accept, they want, they want money. As a form of acceptance, they don't want it to do really do nothing with it for real. You do know that they don't want it to do nothing for real. They only want it because that represents to them 
acceptance from the so-called white man. And because in their mind, like I said, it's no such thing as colorism or racism. Everything is about money. Get that money. Once you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the respect. Ain't that what little Kim said? She's a perfect example of a damn she-coon. She's a perfect example of a female she-coon. Little Kim, we know who all you black females looked up to. The one who put, who wanted, who wanted to make herself look like Pamela Anderson, some more, some more wild white trick. That's what, that's who she idolized. Typical coon fashion. You see, here was a cute girl, cute bronze girl, young girl who turned herself and trying to turn herself into a damn, damn Asian looking pig with blonde hair to try to look like a white woman. And I'm pretty sure some white man messed her face up like that. Fucked her face up real bad, but because she's such a gentle coon, you know she ain't gonna get mad at the white man. So she'll just take that L on her face and just be like, "Oh well, you know." Uh, and he'll just tell her, "Well, there ain't nothing I could do for your face. There ain't nothing I could do for it." Oh, that's all right. I, 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 I'll fix it. Ain't no way she could fix that. Now, if a so-called black man would have did that to her face, a black presser, she'd be pulling a knife out on him, a scalpel. She'd be ready to fight with him. She'd be ready to have the niggas come up there and shoot the office up. A white man do that to her, oh, you don't hear nothing. You convince herself she looked good. That's how much of a coon she is. You see? That's how much of a coon she is. She'll convince herself that she looked good. You see? That's, that's, that's the mindset. So you got to realize when you come across these gentle coons, and you come across these violent coons, realize you're dealing with the same coon at different temperatures, at different Celsius and Fahrenheit, because that's really what you're dealing with, different coons from different, um, of different temperatures. Right? And always remember that gentle coon could always turn up into a violent coon because they got it in them, because they, they you know, from the time they're getting, you know, basically disrespected. Because, see, all that disrespect, it goes in after a while with a lot of the gentle coons, and they get, they, you know, they get their fair share when they get around the white man because the white man going to disrespect you. That's the whole point of having you around. He's going to disrespect you. If, if he see you a gentle coon and take that shit, and you can take nigger jokes, and he can just put his hands on you, punch you when he wants. I don't see niggas like this. You know, these white boys would be around them, they, they, but they black friends. They, white boy punch him, sucker punch him in their chest, or do some gay shit, hump on their leg or something, and they all laughing and joking like it's a game. Basically, disrespect. I'll say some off-the-wall racial shit. You know, because, you know, these, these cavemen, these cave beasts, you know, they animals. They ain't got no kind of damn uh, um, home training. They ain't... They, they ain't too far from being uh, uh, savages. They're a little domesticated, but you always got to keep in mind about them. You know, and these niggas will hang right around them. You see, they'll hang right around them, and they'll be the butt of all the jokes, you know, for, ev- you know, for everything. And, they'll, and like I said, see, all that's going into the gentle coon, but it's always one thing that makes the gentle coon explode. See, it's not all the nigga jokes. That's that's a little bit. That not that don't really bother them. It ain't all the disrespect or the punching and hitting or the gay shit or whatever these, these white boys do when they got these simple ass niggas around. It ain't that. What bothers the gentle coon really bad is that he realizes that no matter how much shit they do to him, how much he take from them, they ain't gonna never accept him as an honorary white man. He will never be accepted as an honorary white boy. You see, he will never be accepted as an honorary white boy. He he got that wake up moment when he, he they find out he find out he could act like them, go to their parties, hang out with them. You know, like my cousin Ted, he was a perfect example of that. 
I had a cousin Ted. He he was like that. You see, he was a gentle coon. You see, but you know they start. You know when they when these niggas once they find out they ain't gonna never let the white man gonna never let them really be an honorary white man. That's when the so-called white man just like that's when these niggas just flip out. They flip all the way to the other side. They they become the most blackest motherfuckers you ever want to see. That's when they become the most blackest motherfuckers you ever want to see. You see, that's when that's fuck the white man and you know white the white man ain't shit and all this other stuff. But you ever look back to, to these people's background? They all violent talking. All they become all uh, so-called revolutionary. But if you ever look back in the background, these niggas have some serious you know. Ass kissing uh, uh, um, um, priors. They have some serious ass kissing priors with the white man. They pri- they prior ass kissing. Like I said, I brought up Paul Moon, perfect example. You see, he went beyond just kissing the white man ass. Like <laughs> said, what Richard Pryor said. You know, you already know what he said. Paul Mooney with him was doing on on their knees in the white man's office in the Jew's office out in Hollywood. He already told you what they was doing. You see. So these guys go beyond, they go beyond uh, uh, kissing the white man's ass. They'll do that if they think they're going to be accepted. It's all about acceptance with the with the gentle coon. Richard Pryor's a gentle coon, too, and he get on his black shit at times and talk all that violent shit, but he really wasn't about that. He was, for the most part, a gentle coon, too, man. And, you know, we got to just shout these people out as what they are because, see, these are not icons for our people. These are icons. These are not icons. These are icons. We need to stop picking up and putting these icons on a fucking pedestal, man. They are not to be put on a pedestal, man. Coon is a coon is a coon. Whether he a violent coon, a semi-violent coon, a nice coon, a gentle coon, a half and half coon, they are dangerous, man. They are dangerous. Meant to, they're dangerous to the evolution of our people, man. Because they start get, trying to get the, the young, the generations to actually believe they BS. You see? They try to get them to believe that. They start selling our generation, this young generation, a bunch of lies, man. Like they got a new generation of gentle coons coming up. You know, the young guys in Hollywood who are willing to wear women's clothes and degrade themselves. This 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 recent this nigga Usher he he walking around with some old gay Liberace pantsuit on. Some you know, if those of you don't know who Liberace is Google him. He was the first out and out gay white man who was a, a musician. All out, you know what I'm saying? Flamboyant was more flamboyant than Little Richard, if you can imagine. Richard Plyer, Richard Richard Little Richard was the black version of Liberace. You see. So that goes to show you, like I said, that coon spirit, the white man made sure he generated that coon spirit heavy in the air. You see, he knew how to get the coon spirit out. You see, because what does he always show you a coon is? In his old movies, his cartoons, he showed the coon is some kind of, you know, some black spooky ghost that's spooked out about everything, that's scared of everything, that's just don't, oh, scared about everything, stupid and scared about everything. But he helped to create that coon on the sex plantation, the slave plantation. He helped create those coons. You see? Well, why, why, that, that term coon come from the white man. That term coon come from the white man. You see? Because he knew he was creating coons. He, that was his creation. Coons is his creation. 
You know, he was creating coons on the plantation. Like I said, I told you, he 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 knew how to create the mat, the, uh, the violent coons, and he knew how to create. He used the violent coons for his own uh, uh, security force. Like when they showed you in that movie Django, that was real. He had guys like Samuel L. Jackson all on the plantation. Niggas got to sleep in the house, or like probably on a little back, uh, a little black back thing in the house. They ain't sleeping in the slave quarters. He kept his eye on all the niggas, kept them in line. He was beating niggas up for the white man, everything. You know. That 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 that's the only, that that was Q-tip when he beat up beat up punched the photographer beat punched the photographer for Leonardo DiCaprio. You see that that see that coon spirit is heavy within the so-called black race. That coon spirit, you see, it's all throughout the so-called black community. Even like I said, these so-called revolutionary guys, all these revolutionary guys, like I said, the Black Panthers. QEP Newton and all them guys, you know, they all they all sounding they were sounding black they sounding power talking all that black shit. Then surprise, you got the white women over there, you got the white girls and the white boys, you know, you know, for that free love. You see, that's what they wanted. So, like I said, when the white man bred these pet negroes, these pet coons. You know, when he bet he bred these coons on the plantation. You know, the thug coons, they, they was passed on generations and generations of thug coons. That's usually these niggas who was on the plantation. They was they were the ones that the white man went to for muscle and whatnot. Because they always had a they always had a, a group of violent coons that they could always utilize. Even the most racist white trash had the violent coons that was cool with them. And that's what and when matter of fact Remember when I told you about that Emmett Till thing when them two white boys, the white boys grabbed the um grabbed Emmett Till up and they killed him like that? It was they never they keep not mentioning the fact there were two black male coons that helped, and they probably some thugs too. They went after they went and helped helped uh um help two white males get Emmett Till. Nobody talk about that. Some nigga named too tight or too short or some some nigga and some other nigga too tight too some some other stuff you know. But that just goes to show you. These niggas will kill their own kind. They help the white man kill their own kind just to be down. The violent coon. Hey, ain't that what the rappers doing right now? The rappers, they selling poison in their music. They telling the so-called black man, yeah, you know, they talking about killer, killer, black man, nigga, kill, lit, nigga, kill, let, nigga, kill. And they know, they not stupid. They know that's what the so-called white man want to hear. That's what he, and they're going to promote that for money. They're going to promote that for money. Ain't these niggas promoting the? Uh, ain't these niggas now the, the um the um gentle coons? Ain't they promoting the COVID nineteen shot to the, to black people? But nobody ever asked, well, why ain't the why ain't the Asians and the white um promoting it to white people and Asians to get? But the gentle coons who want their place and want some money and want their place amongst the white man, they'll they'll kill off the, they'll help the beast kill off their own people, sterilize their own people. They'll help that because they don't care about their own people. They only care about themselves. See, the violent coon and the gentle coon have something in common. The only thing they care about is themselves. And the only thing they care about more than themselves is the white man. They live to please Caucasian people and other races. It's it's the white man at the top, and he loves everybody else in the middle, and he loves himself less. You see, but he's more selfish, but he loves himself less than the rest of the other races. Then, of course, everybody, his own people fall beneath that. You know, he, his own people ain't shit, you see. 
He'll kill his own people like it ain't nothing. Sell drugs to his own people like it ain't nothing. Gang bang on his own people like it ain't nothing. But the minute the Mexicans, the whites show up, these niggas are on, oh, the gun jammed, oh, I don't know. You know, what, what's going on here? These niggas banging on each other. You see? You see? That's what you do. Y'all ain't nothing but a gang of coons, man. Y'all ain't nothing but a bunch of but a gang of goddamn coons with head rags on your head like a bunch of fucking Aunt Jemimas. That's what you black males done become. You niggas are walking around with rags on your head like a bunch of fucking Aunt Jemimas off the plantation. And you think that's cool with your pants hanging off your funky ass. This is not men. This is males. This is what the so-called white man done turned you into, a bunch of fucking plantation coons, man. This is what he done turned you into. I told you, I, it's, it's wrong uncut. I told you when niggas act vulgar, when crackers act vulgar, when these people act vulgar, I'm not talking nice about them. You don't talk nice about trash. You call trash what it is, trash, and you use the worst type of language to describe the trash. That's all I'm doing. It's fucking trash, man. We got to stop calling these people our people. And you niggas need to stop this. Oh, they are warriors and soldiers. They ain't no fucking warriors and soldiers, man. They a bunch of violent coons. I told you, when you see these niggas in a, in a, in a, um, in a picture holding a gun, they pointing it back at you. They ain't pointing at no other race of people. They pointing at you, you so-called black people. You see? Because they're trained coons, man. They're trained from the cradle to be coons. Were they gentle coons or violent coons? The gentle coons are taught, oh, that race don't matter. We all one race, right? It's only the human race. That's what the gentle coon teaches. We all one race. There ain't no, there ain't no, there, you know, ain't nothing wrong with race mixing. You know, we all God's children, you know. Yet, and then we, we all the same. And these niggas just got finished seeing some, some seeing some white supremacists, so-called white supremacists, burning a fucking cross on somebody's lawn. You see, especially old niggas back then from the '60s, man. I, y'all, you, you, y'all still with, with, with y'all? If y'all was still with this Jesus shit and, and, this, and this Christian shit, after you seen the white man, some so-called white man burn the cross on niggas' lawn, they supposed to be Christian. Y'all should have been done with that back then, man. Shout out to the people that went to the Nation of Islam. You know, you know, they was trying to, you know, raise the minds of our people. But see, even there, there's some some coonery in there. It's even some coonery in there. You know, I'm not from the message, but some of his minions, some coonery in there. You know, putting that image up of, of, of somebody who don't look like y'all. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's kind of coonish. Because the so-called white man would never do that. He ain't putting up no image of your black ass. But you'll put up an image of him and worship his image. you do all the damn work. You know what I'm saying? And, and put everything together and then still worship the white man. You won't honor your own kind. You won't honor your own people. So what does that say? What does that say? You see, people is saying, talking talk about, 
oh, you know, why you got to say people's names, Newbin? Why you got to say people's names? Why you got to say people's names? Ain't that what you coon said, New Bright 10? Why I got to say people's names? I say people's names because how, how else do you show by example what you're talking about? And it's not like these people ain't did this shit in their life. This is what really what happened. This ain't no lie. It really happened. These people really did this stuff. How else are you going to show people by example if you don't point to an example? You see, I don't make examples out of people. People make examples out of themselves. They make examples out of themselves for how they live. And they put it on display for the world to see. So I'm not supposed to say nothing about it? Nah, that's the point. The point is for you to say something about it. Because I told you, most of these people come here, and they come here to be a living example of what you, as a person who is striving for perfection, should not do and should not be and should not follow. That's what their lives are here for. That's what they're here to exist for. They're not here for anything to be honored except by the other coons. They're going to be honored by the coons, the sambos who love them, the ass kissers, the ones who, who, who you know, who will do anything for money, you know. See, you don't, those kind of people right there, like those kind of people like there, like that, like I said, they are – they are practicing. When you talk about they practicing, they practicing coons, man. That's what they are. Like a, how a doctor has a practice, a lawyer has a practice. These niggas have a practice. They have a coon practice. And they've been perfecting their coon practice ever since they were ch- children. They were taught to perfect their coon practice from their mother. You see? Because usually the mama was on damn welfare in some kind of other section eight, or or she she come from a little bit of so called money. So these niggas think, oh, you know, we got the white man to be beholden to for all this. So I better show y'all early how to act in front of white people. I better show you early. You know, you gotta have this kind of like liberal, you know, thing like you know, don't don't ever hate nobody, especially not the white man. Don't hate nobody. Love everybody. Christ is love. Because you gotta give the, you gotta give your black children they 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 Christ love Christ is love coon shit uh uh-uh, talk. You see, you gotta give them that talk. You gotta give them that talk in order for them to, you know, accept the coonery. See, without it's like putting that bitter pill inside of a sweet capsule so that you don't know that you're swallowing a bitter pill. Because it tastes sweet in your mouth. Because they tell you, oh, you can get money. You know, you have a nice job, nice internship. You'll be making money, this, that, and the third. And they always keep saying about the money. And, you know, you'll be able to go over here. Basically, all you got to do is be a coon. Because you ain't going, you, they ain't letting you in the door if you ain't a coon. You're not coming in the door if you're not cooning. If you're not, if you're not ass kissing and cooning. And if you ain't hating on your own people. If you ain't ready at the drop of a dime to destroy your own people when the so-called white man tell you to, just promote homosexuality to them, promote lesbianism, transgenderism, race mixing to them, gang banging to them, dope dealing to them, whatever it is, you niggas going to promote it for the white man to destroy your people. That's what you niggas exist for. You exist to help destroy your own kind. That's all you niggas exist for. That goes to the good coon. And the, or, the, or the, uh, the gentle coon and the violent coon. Both of them both carry the same purpose, man. They carry the same purpose. And that is, they're they here to destroy their people. <laughs> you know, they're here to destroy the so-called black race. They own kind. And they'll, and, and, and they'll, do any, they'll do anything, they'll do anything, 
like literally anything for money because like I said they look at money and the getting of money and the acquiring of it and the and being able to go to this place and go to that place and drive this type of car and drive that type of car and have this type of house and live around other white people and whatnot. See, you done left your hood where you was out there supposedly gang-banging and dope-slinging and everything else. Then you want to go around white people and start selling and, and start tell, and, and being a good neighbor then. You better be a good neighbor. You ain't got a bunch of niggas at your house no more. Ain't nobody playing loud music in the neighborhood. When you move to the white neighborhood, you just as quiet as a church mouth. Them white people don't even know you there. That's how good of a coon you are. You in the black neighborhood, you got niggas bumping the fucking car, um, stereo three in the fucking morning, you know, disturbing your own kind, shootouts. But you move in the white neighborhood, the shit is quiet. You niggas don't make a peep. You know why? Because them white people will call the police. You know, they, they the monkey trainers. They the monkey trainers, cause they will come with the and they got their monkey batons and their monkey bullets, and they will bust your black ass. And you know that's why you niggas stay in your place if they should allow you to live in their neighborhood. One of they if they let you, cause sometimes they don't care whether you niggas got money or not. You still can't get in their neighborhood. You see, they don't give a fuck whether you niggas got money or not. Your money don't buy you no coon points with the white man. He gives you money, but that's really just to impress niggas. He don't care about the money you got. The white man don't care about nigga. He gave you them $100 million. He don't care about that. That ain't shit to him. He pissed that off on little boys and, 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 and rubbing alcohol and, and, and baby oil and little boys every year. He pissed off $100 million. He'll buy a goddamn island and molest kids on for $100 million. Fuck, he care about giving you niggas $100 million if he going to get something out of it. You see? He going to get something out of it. And he usually gets something out of it. That's you niggas. He gets your undying loyalty. He gets your undying uh, 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 respect. You, you'll do anything for him. And you got to make sure when he tell you to disrespect your people and all this other shit, you do it. You jump. When he tell you to jump, you jump. You see? That's the gentle coon and the violent coon. See, they both understand the language of the so-called white man. They both understand because, you, you know, Matter of fact, let me let me take a little bit of a break. I'm gonna get into this more. You know, I'm gonna talk about my time when I was uh you know, in the streets and stuff and you know, my little brief time in the streets and when I how I noticed these violent coons. I, when I noticed these niggas were nothing but a bunch of coons. We'll be right back, man.
you know, people will listen to this and they'll get angry with me because I'm shouting out people's names and giving examples. You know, like this clown New Bright. So I had to just bring you out just for a second. I'm, I'm briefly mention you. You always talk. Yeah, you always talking about somebody. You always talk. You've been always talking about somebody. He always talking about somebody. And then he's saying he's making examples out of people. But then you up here shouting out this dude Kwame Brown and talking about you bigging up Kwame Brown who ain't doing nothing but talking about people. You a coon too, New Bright. And Zoray is new coon. Y'all, y'all definitely too. Y'all definitely too uh, gentle coons. Y'all definitely too gentle coons. That's why y'all had those masks on. But anyway. I digress. You know, they, they'll get angry, and these niggas will hear me, and be like, yeah, I don't like what this nigga sound. Who this nigga think he is? We should pull up. We should pull up. But they won't pull up on George Zimmerman. They ain't going to pull up on his age, and they ain't going to pull up on the white man who's doing that in their family. Ain't no pulling up on them. But uh, here it is. I'm speaking the reality of how things really are. They get upset because, you know, coons don't like to hear reality. But the violent ones or the gentle ones, they don't want to hear nothing that's real. They don't want to hear nothing that's real. They want to hear fantasy things. They want to hear that they thugs. They want to hear that they're the toughest gangsters and they real thugs. But then when these niggas go to jail, and I keep saying, how is it that y'all thugs and gangsters, but you go to jail? Thugs and gangsters don't go to jail. They shoot it out with the police. I told you that. That's what real G's do. So then why is the penitentiary so full of you, you violent thugs, you violent coons? Why is the penitentiary so full of you niggas? Since y'all real super thugs, you super killers, you super murder machine, you'll lay down 50 niggas, but then when the white man comes to get you, you going like a damn, you, you going in like a little bitch in cuffs. And you're going to go to your room for 50 years. You see? So much for these thug coons. I don't feel sorry when you niggas go to jail. You need to get life. You need to be gone forever. Because you ain't worth shit to your own people, and all you doing, all the real, only the white man really doing is putting away one of his assets, because you served as a good asset. You thug niggas in the hood, you gangbangers, all you niggas are nothing but assets to the fucking white man. Raw and uncut. That's all you niggas are. You nothing but fucking assets to the white man. See, because when you niggas are shooting and killing each other, when you burying each other, when you doing all kind of dumb shit, killing little babies, all you do is drive the property value down. And that's just what the white man wants. Because as soon as you monkey niggas drive down the property value, then he's going to come in and buy up every fucking thing and kick all you dumb niggas out. And but next thing you know, your neighborhood getting gentrified. And then, then Bob and Sally and all them coming around jogging, but you, the violent coons ain't going to say nothing to them. The violent coons ain't going to say nothing to them. There's these niggas be standing on the corner looking at you, trying to look you in the face, trying to screw face you. John and John and Mary walk by. They'll say, oh, how you doing? They might say, how you doing? What's up, man? Or they might not say nothing. They just won't say nothing. They act like they don't see them. You see? That's, that's really what, that's the reality. That's the reality. They got all the respect in the world. Look at the, look at the gentle coon. And the, and the violent coon, and the violent coon, they both got respect for white people. Don't make no mistake about that. They, they, them niggas respect Asian culture, you know, like that nigga Young Jeezy. He got himself an Asian wife. This nigga talking about, yeah, we got to stop the violence on Asian, black, and Asian crime because he got an Asian wife. She done whooped this nigga with, with, the, with the Asian vagina, and now this nigga walking around talking about, yeah, we got to stop the Asian, black, or Asian violence. Nigga, but this the same nigga that was telling his people trap or die, sell drugs to your people. But yet you ain't, you ain't, you 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 ain't tell your son that. You see, you made your money, you made your money off of selling poison to your people. 
and you glorify all that bullshit them niggas was doing out in Atlanta selling poison to their people and throwing the money away on filthy strippers, whores, sluts, so they can get some funky-ass hair weaves. They, where they at now when you niggas locked up in jail? See, the white man had to come out there and get y'all because you niggas was acting up like little children. Because like I said, he know, what he know at the heart of everything. He know the violent thugs. He know the violent thugs is nothing but a little child in the brain mentally. He know he's just, he know, you know what? He knows that the violent thug is nothing but a big, spoiled, angry kid. You know that, that, that the white man knows the psychology, the psychological uh, workup of the violent so-called thug kid. You know, you, know, you know how you know that? Because he'll take one of them violent thug niggas in his house, and the violent thug nigga will turn, turn gentle right in front of the white man. You see? Look at Mike Tyson, another perfect example. He come out of the Browns and talking about how bad he was, hood. Then we got with the white people, he's all good. Became a good boy. Good boy. Taught him how to box, how to knock people down, get money, and give some of it, and give a, a lot of it to them. You see, that's what that's what you that's that's what you call him. You see, that's that's the mentality. So no, you see, you and, and you and I'm gonna say you niggas in the hood. For the longest time, you glorify these thug niggas. You glorify these thug niggas in the hood. I told you go to every hood in the, in, this, in in um go to every hood in the city and see a mirror of these nothing ass niggas on the wall. Niggas who did nothing but shoot up their neighborhoods, terrorize their neighborhood, make the neighborhood unsafe for people to walk in, killing babies and stuff like that. And like I said, you niggas glorify these motherfuckers. You'll give them a fucking mural on the goddamn wall somewhere. You you fucking niggas will paint a mural on the wall of these pieces of shit. But these are the same niggas. They they get around white people. They they automatically automatically mystically and magically they know how to act right. They ain't thugs no more. They get around the white man. They ain't thugs no more. You see. So they know how to they know how to act like animals and they know how to act they how to act tame when they slave master come. See that mentality still in them, and you gotta shout this out. You gotta call this out. You got to. See, you can't walk around like this. Don't it's not really happening. See, because like I said before, people hate the fact that I'm I speak reality. I'm not sitting up here speaking up for black or white people. I'm speaking about reality, man. This is reality. Tell me I'm wrong. Anybody calling, you can call in. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong about anything I'm saying. Three one nine five two seven six zero two eight. You tell me if I'm wrong about anything I'm saying. You want to tell me these violent coons, are, are, are they really any different than the racist white men? Are these violent coons any more racist, any more different than the racist white men? Because they won't do shit to the racist white men. They won't do nothing. You see, they want to be friends with the racist white man. They want to understand why the racist white men don't like you, Nick. They want to try to understand and try to befriend them and all this other shit. You see, uh, so-called another black man don't like you, man. Fuck that nigga, man. I'm kill that nigga. What's up, nigga? The white man, yo, yo, why are you racist, man? Why you got to be like that? They want to have a discussion with the white man. And the white man just go tell him, I don't like you, niggas. Yo, why, why you got to be a nigga? Why you got to be a nigga? I seen somebody do that before. I seen them do it. I seen them go into their coon babble. I seen them go into their coon victimization. I want to be loved mentality. I seen the thugs do that. You see? 
When the police come and take them niggas down, what, what, officer, what, 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 what I do, officer, yo, officer, uh, officer, where all the thug talk at? Where all the fighting at? Where all the, the, the trying to grab their guns and shoot out with them at? Where all that at? If you a thug, you a 24-hour-a-day thug. You ain't no thug half the time, and you pick and choose who you want to be a thug with. You a thug all the time. That means whoever is on with, it don't matter if it's on with the niggas, with on with some crackers or some sticks, whatever. It's on with whoever, the police, it's on. But y'all don't think, that, y'all ain't like that. You thugs ain't like that. You niggas got a, you got a pause button. You niggas got a pause button. Because you know the white man will lay your ass down. He coming to kill you. He ain't playing with you. You 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 you'll abuse your own people because your own people might not have that mindset. You might see in your own people. You might think think they kindness is weakness, or you might think just because they don't want to kill you or they don't want to take your head off is something weak about them. When they just want to go about their business, they don't want to be bothered, and you disturb the peace because that's what you niggas do. You best at disturbing the peace of mind of our people, man. You that's your best thing. You disturb the peace of mind of our people by your bullshit in the neighborhoods, man, your antics, standing around smoking weed all day, playing stupid-ass monkey music, walking around shooting off guns like a bunch of damn circus monkeys that just got a new toy. I ain't got nothing, I ain't got nothing good to say about you niggas, man. Nothing. You see? And I guarantee you, our ascendants been felt the same way. That's why our ascendants don't fool with the black race, man. Cause you niggas either you either are you either are uh, coons, you either violent coons or you gentle coons, or you somewhere in between where you like to shoot to play both sides of the fence. You see, you like to play both sides of the fence. You'll sit up here and you will take these uh, um, uh, uh, gentle coons, and you'll look up to these gentle coons. You see, like these people in the music industry, the motion picture and the actors, the black actors. Y'all actually, you had people actually found it honorable when Halle Berry went up there and was doing all that crying shit or, you know, or Cuba. All these people do all that. Like I said, those are gentle coons. They so cooned out that the white man go, damn, can you not kiss my ass so much in public? Don't make it so, don't make it so obvious. Jesus. That's what the white man do. These niggas so cooned out, they, they make it so obvious. The white man don't want it all out in the open. He wanted, he wanted to show little signs of it. You know, he'll get you to wear a dress, degrade yourself. He wants you to make it seem like it's your choice. You see? That's that's how he do. That's how he do. Because he don't want to be seen as racist. He don't want to be viewed as that. So he'll make you niggas act like a bunch of monkeys, you know? He'll make you do. He'll make you do. He'll he'll make you do his dirty work, like the slave back on the plantation. Who he'll get the the thug nigga, the buck, the big buck nigga walking around on the plantation, ready to beat up other black men and whatnot. To instead of saying, "Look, we gotta get together, get the fuck up out of here. We gotta put put these crackers to death. We gotta do that." No, he wanna be. He wants to be a part of white supremacy, or what he so called white supremacy. He wants to be a soldier of white supremacy. He wants to be an active soldier in the army of white supremacy. The nigga, the thug nigga. You see, whether he on a whether he whether he got on a, whether he got on a blue uniform because some of y'all some some cops are good man but some of y'all are a bunch of coons too man. A lot of you guys are a bunch of violent coons too to your own people. 
and you take on the spirit of the white man once you put that blue uniform on, and you a disgrace. I'm not telling brothers don't go out there and be police officers, be that, but don't be like these niggas, man. If you're going to listen to this message, this broadcast, take this in mind as things I'm telling you, man. Don't soak up that blue that blue um, brotherhood nonsense, man. Ain't no brotherhood with the beast, man. And ain't no brotherhood with these goddamn coons, man. Ain't no brotherhood with them. We speak in two totally different languages, man. Two totally different languages. But like I said, y'all going to learn today, man. Y'all going to learn today. You see? You got to know what you're around. You got to know what you're around, see, because the world is full of gentle coons and violent coons. That's about 90, 90% of the so-called black race, man. I'm going to be honest with you. That's about 90% of the black race. I'm a, and I'm being, I'm being generous in giving that number. I say about 97, if I was going to be honest. You might have a third, 3% that might be of the bright race of the elect. You see, and that number's getting small, man, but it's a, that's going to be a powerful number. You see? You liberated black females, you definitely, you definitely a bunch of coons, man. You're definitely a bunch of gentle coons. The liberated female is the greatest gentle coon. Because, like I said, in the white man she trusts, in the beast she trusts. Her education she get from him, right? He he can he can, he can hit on her whenever he wants to have sex with her whenever he wants because she worship his image she worship the ground he walk on and him she sees all the things she wants to be she wants to be accepted she wants to be seen as a dark skinned white woman or just a white woman with no you know she'll go as far as lighten her skin put blonde streaks in her hair and she'll sit around here and call everybody else a bunch of niggas you niggas you, you, I don't like you, I can't stand black people. She'll do that. You see? She'll do that. That's the gentle that's the gentle female coon. She loved adopting the philosophies and the ideologies of the beast. And she loved to try and lower her fake ass education over everybody's heads. You know, her training from the so called white man that she calls an education. You know. Her, her her training. Her coon training. You see? That, that that's her coon training. So you got you got you got to understand this, man. Nobody gonna give it to you as raw and uncut. And again, those of you who think, oh, he's just talking about people. He ain't saying you ain't paying attention. Then stop listening to me because you're too slow to understand where I'm going with this. You see, I'm showing you the mindset of, of at least ninety five, and I say ninety to ninety five percent of black people. This is the mindset. They either a bunch of violent coons toward one another or a bunch of gentle coons toward the white man. But like I said, they're all interchangeable because the violent, the, the, the gentle coon, he can, you know, he has the potential over time to become a violent coon. And the violent coon can switch right to gentle coon. You see? He'll switch right over to gentle coon. He has that switch on him where he can switch right over at, on command. He'll learn how to act for money. He'll learn how to act for acceptance. He want to live in a certain area around certain people. Because for all the niggas that sit up here and talk about how the hood is and the hood that and the hood that, as soon as they get a little bit of money, they leave the hood real fast. They leave. They sure leave the hood fast. Where do you think they go on the list? They call where they live at a jungle, but these, these niggas ain't saying, well, they helping to make it a jungle. They, not, they leave that part out that they helping to make it a jungle by glorifying that thug shit. Glorifying some gangster shit, some shit that's gonna land young, future young black boys in jail. 
because they're trying to emulate the older boys. But they, but they don't understand the older boys are nothing but a bunch of goddamn coons, a bunch of buck-broken Sambo coons who got nothing better to do than try and punk and try to uh, 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 um, try to punk and try to take advantage of other so-called black men. Here it is. It's bad enough. You so-called black, all this stuff black people don't went through in this country, and you so-called black men got the nerve to try and put more hell on your own people, but you won't do it to the so-called white man. You won't do it to anybody else, other other races in the human race, the Asians, the Eastern. You won't do it to nobody else. You'll do it to your own people. I call that. I I, I despise you niggas, man. You're a bunch of cowards. You are a bunch of cowards. You're cowards. And I don't respect a cowardly coon. And it's because they're dangerous. They're dangerous. You know that? You know the cowardly coon is the most dangerous coon. And like I said, that cowardliness is in the violent coon because he fears the white man. He'll tell you, I don't care about no niggas. I don't got no fear in my heart for no niggas. Then the white man come around and blew you. Oh, shit, son. Oh, shit. Like he's not seeing a ghost. I tell you that time. I was out there and I was I, I was in the bullhorn. I was in I was in the, I was in the soul of it. I was I was putting spitting hot fire. I was talking about the black race, the white race, growing uncut on in the bullhorn in the street. And some coon some coon thug nigga gonna come by him and his homeboy and they stay they staring me down like they got a problem. I'm looking at them like what? And then the white cop come by and I'm like and he and he and the, and the coon thug he, he he giving me the grill face, the ice face and whatnot. And when the white cop walked by, and I was like, yeah, and these crackers, this, and such, and such, and these crackers, I'm going, and these goddamn devils, and, and you niggas, and such, I'm going. And then when I said about the cracker and the cop, I said it right then, the cop walked by, and I meant to say it, and he didn't say nothing to me. The niggas, do you know the niggas' eyes got biggest plates when I said something about the white man? That niggas' eyes got biggest two goddamn plates in a minstrel show. I, and I, I kid you not. I, and, then, and then I said, oh, I said, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I saw it. I saw it. I always tell that story. That's how you know it. I'm telling you the truth. His eyes are thug. He was ready to get get at me and fight with me and argue with me, but he could have just minded his business and just kept walking. But when the watch said something about the white man, that nigga eyes got biggest sources. Damn, damn silver, damn silver dollars that nigga eyes got bucked out. And then, and then, well, I said, so what? I'll say what I want to say. I'll say about the white man, whatever. And he still has eyes bucked out. Then when the, when the cop left, he kept walking. This nigga, then his, then his, monster, his monkey face, then his, his thug face came back on again. You see? His thug face came back on again, his hard and thug face. But then by that time, I guess he knew his cover was blown, and he just basically scurried away, scurried away like the little nigga that he is. He scurried away like the little cowardly Negro. You see? He scurried away. Cause I guess he's seen his spot got blown up when his eyes opened up like like damn like damn rascal on the on the plantation. I mean, I wish I could have recorded that. It would have been y'all would have bust out laughing. You see how wide his eyes opened up when I said something about the so-called white man, his, his slave master. He had on he had one of Stephen from the Django looks on. Oh Lord, that's how he looked. We'll be right back, man. <laughs> Oh, 
So we got to keep this all in mind. Again, you know, I'm saying this because, again, we got to know the type of people we're dealing with, the reality that we live with. You see, all even all the so-called pro-blacks, like I told you, these are all gentle coons who, you know, not who know how to play like they violent, who know how to play like they revolutionary, who know how to play like they all about, you know, black empowerment and all this other stuff. But you look at the track record where they come from, it says otherwise. It, it really says otherwise, you know. It says otherwise where these people come from. And like I said, you see the coon come out. You really see the coon come out of these black males, like it's the violent coons. You see it come out as soon as they get in the jail system, as soon as they get in the prison system, then all the violence come out. Like they go from being violent in the street to being gentle to the police who put them in handcuffs and, you know, kick their ass and put them in jail. And they, they gentle to the police. They don't fight the police back and none of that stuff. Then when they get thrown in the cage like monkeys, then they violent again. You see, they violent toward other so-called black men again. They offenders of other black men. They looking in other black men's face to start problems. But when that white man had you in handcuffs, it wasn't no problem. It was like, okay, officer. All right, all right, officer. Yeah, officer. Now, none of the tough talk. None of the tough talk. None of the cursing. No fighting. No, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to go after your family, nigga. None of that. But the white police, all right, officer, yeah, all right, okay, officer, all right. What I do, officer, what I do, you see, that's your violent coon. They know how to switch off and become gentle coons when it comes to the white, you know, white people. White people have that magic shut-off switch on these violent coons, on these Negroes, you see. He has that magic shut-off switch, you know. And like I said, they, all these coons... All coon, all violent coons and gentle coons fear white people. They fear white people. You see? You see? These violent coons, just like gentle coons, they all agree to fear whitey. They fear white people. And they will never harm white people. They will never do anything to uh, uh, disappoint white people. You see? They'll they'll they they'll fight they'll fight against they'll fight against you for, for white people. I told you I seen I, I I told you I seen just a couple of days ago and I got to bring this back up again. These two two uh, uh two derelicts, both bronze. I ain't even call them bronze. They black. Two black derelicts, uh, and they both stand on the corner in the hood. White guy walked by and and he's asking the white guy for the money. Well, the, one of the derelicts asked him for money. The other derelict coming and kicking the other guy. He told you no, get out of his face. And this, that, and the third. What do you say? Get off my block. No, get out. He kicking the guy. I'm like, wow. Because the white guy didn't want to give him the money. He just wanted to walk on about his business. This nigga going to kick the other guy. Tell him, get out of here. Get off my block. You know, he told you no. Because I guess that was his block to beg on. This, this is the mentality. They both begging. He going he gonna to be harsh on this other so-called black man who begging. You kicking him and doing all this other stuff and whatnot because you want to be free to beg the white man. I told you these violent coons, man. They they are good at serving the beast. Like I said, some of them join the police force with that kind of mentality. Some of them join the police force with that. You know, like the guy on uh, 
What's the guy on uh, Menace to Society, the black cop? They weren't lying about that cop, cops like that, you see? And to a degree, I understand that black cop, but then, you know, to a degree, because he get he got tired of all the gangbanging and stuff like that. He got tired of all the gangbanging and stuff and what he was seeing young black men do, and maybe he was frustrated by that, and he, that's why he came that way. But then you got just some who just like that. You know, they adopt the same energy as their white uh, partners. They adopt that same energy. Same way, like I said, that that master-slave energy with a white man, he gets um, one of the slaves, he gets the biggest, baddest slave to be his henchman. He gets the biggest, baddest slave to be his henchman. He let him go out here. He let him go out here and get a... Uh, and have sex with women and stuff like that. He let him do what he want to do, for the most part. As long as he don't ever try to buck up to the master. You see? He can buck up to all the other Negroes. In fact, he's encouraged to buck up to all the other Negroes to pass out, pass out the policies of the so-called white man. You see? You know? He's expected to do that. That's what all you got. That's what you got in politics. The Barack Obama. That's the gentle coon. You see? They know uh, your, your, uh, your rappers, that's your gentle coons, your Jay-Z's, that's your gentle coons. You see? They look at you, they look at you like, oh, nigga, get out my face. But these were the same niggas 20 years ago that were supporting your album. Today, he's like, nigga, get out my face. Well, he always was like, nigga, get out my face. When some white person come to talk to him, he got he, he, he all is. Same thing with Spook Lee. You see? Because he came with all this pro-black shit in the 90s, do the right thing, and and school days and all this 89, 90, he came with all that pro-black shit, but at the core of all that was nothing but some coonery and some damn uh, 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 gentle coonism mixed in with a little of that black revolutionary coonism. You see, that's these guys who they go, they go, they, they, I told you, they got the spirit of the white man on them. They want to go to these, these, these black colleges or these, they want to be educated by the so-called white man because they feel like once they get their degree, they've accomplished something. They really think they've accomplished something in the world once they get a degree. Because now they can go get a job for the white man and kiss his ass uh, full time, five days a week, 40 hours a week, seven days, or, or however long he tell you to work. You see, because now you now you got some value. Now the white man gave you a piece of paper, and now that's the that's the key to more pieces of paper, the money. He give you a job, give you give you give you a degree, let you work for him. But he don't tell you that the minute you mess up, minute you mess up, your black ass is out of here, and your degree he don't and he'll make sure your name is mud. That degree you spend a hundred thousand dollars on and getting nothing. It's going to be worth nothing for real. Because you know how these white people do. Once your name is mud to them, they're going to make sure they spread it around the other white people and make sure your name is mud to them too. They're going to make sure you ain't going to get shit. And you just wasted $100,000 on that degree. They ain't giving you no damn favorable. Uh, uh, they're not giving you no uh, recommendation. You see? They'll they'll go out they'll go out of their way if you piss them off they'll go out their way to uh, find you wherever you're working at and make sure they go and come and whistle and dog whistle to one of their uh, to the white people they'll get to know them hey you got Raheem Johnson working there yeah he used to work for us you know um he's not a good guy he's not a good guy you might want to think about getting rid of him he's a troublemaker you know he was a good coon at one time you know he was a good coon he telling all the other niggas and whatnot you know but he, you know he kind of got sassy with me you know. He's a good coon, but he got sassy. 
So, you know, I had to get rid of his black ass. That's how they feel. That's really how they feel. You see, they'll mess up. They'll find, they'll follow you to mess up your life. You know, all that ass kissing you did, all that buck dancing you did, all that cooning you did, and it, and it, it amount, at the end of the day, it amounts to nothing. Because what you niggas don't understand, what you uh, violent coons don't understand, and what you uh, 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 gentle coons don't understand, is that the white man don't give a shit about neither one of y'all. He don't care about neither one of y'all. He just he just looking for a way to exploit y'all, and that hurts you more than not being able to get money. That hurts them more that the white man won't accept them more than the money. You know, because it ain't because they don't really consider money uh, 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 anything of value if it don't do what the, the desired effect. The desired effect that for these people with their money is to be amongst white people and be accepted. That's really what they want money for. They don't want money for nothing else. You heard about this guy who hit the lottery? This nigga hit the lottery for $30,000. This nigga took 20000 of it and bought a damn chain the way around his neck with diamonds and stuff. And then some nigga robbed him for the chain for the $20,000 chain. You see? Two typical coons. Two typical coons in a spiritual connection. I, I couldn't make this up. You know? They, these niggas are gone, man. So, like I said, hail on in this, in this day and time. Hail on for the bright race for this community. Hail on man, because I, if I, man, I think I'd rather drop dead than go back to the black race. I'd rather just drop dead on the spot. If I knew I had to just be, if I knew it was just being black, being black again and having to be like, listen to these simple Latin, you know I was never really black. But if I knew that the war, this, this, this transmission was going to be closed to us and, 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 and we was going to have to go and be black with black people. Yo, I, I get on my knees all night begging them to get back to transmission, please. I ask and all our sentence to get back to transmission, to reconnect. I'll be on my knees begging. And you want to see somebody begging and praying. You know, I got to be like, I got to be on the same frequency with these goddamn niggas. Being a damn Sambo and a coon. I tell you, like I said, you guys have faded the black up out of here. Like I said, I know you in hell. I can only imagine. I know you had. I know y'all in hell. You had to go back amongst these Negroes. Y'all want to try to act like y'all different than them, but y'all a bunch of coons too, man. Y'all a bunch of coons. You, you people that left the community, y'all coons too, man. You say you rather be black than be bright. That's what you're saying. See, coons would rather be black than bright. Coons would rather be black than bright all day. They don't even understand brightness. You see, they don't understand that independent illumination. They don't get that. All they ultrastand, all all they understand is being a damn coon and a sambo and a sellout. That's all they understand. Anything past that, they don't care about. They don't get. They don't know about. They don't under. It's 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 out of there. It's it's beyond their um pay pay grade. You see, that's the reality of the uh, um of the uh, uh, violent and the gentle coon. You see. They live to kiss white people's asses. That's what they live to do. They live to kiss white people's asses. And they hate their own people. They hate their own people. They can't wait to find somebody who they can get up under, whether it be a white man, an Asian man, an Arab man, either. They'll be buddies with the white man, the Asian, the Arab. They'll be the best friends with them when it comes to you. Oh, what's up with this nigga? What's up? What's really good with this nigga? What's up? 
You know, when it comes to their own kind, you they look you looking at them, you, they looking at you, you looking at them. You gotta think to yourself, I don't even want to look at this dude, man. You know, you don't want to look them in the eyes. Well, you don't even want to look at these Negroes because they looking to start some shit with you. They looking, they you know they already looking. They looking to get it popping. The white man stares them in the face. He ain't no problem. The white man stares him in the face. Ain't no problem. He talked to them, looked them. Ain't no problem. They ain't they ain't, they they ain't sitting up here telling them, well what's up, what's good, what's, what's they ain't doing all that. That's why the white man feels safe to walk around in your neighborhoods. Because he know y'all a bunch of coons. He know y'all coons. But God, let me write, God, read these questions before we get out of here. What are gentle coons versus violent coons? Gentle coons are the educated, you know, the people who are educated in nothing. I'm not talking about the people who went to school actually got real skill. I'm not talking about those kind of educated people. Those are really educated people, the ones who went to school to get an actual uh, uh Degree and a skill, a technical skill, something like that. Be it medicine, be it be it uh, dentistry, be it be it law, be it be it something or something technical, or engineering, or you know, refrigeration, something something technical that you could use that you got a skill, in, or even auto mechanic. Like I said, stuff like that. I can see you going to school for that, but the stuff most of you niggas go to school for is stuff that has no skill to it, no technical. You can't do nothing with it. You can't open your own business with it. All you can do is get a job for the white man. And, again, that's why you go to the colleges so you can get out and get a job with the white man so you can be around them uh, 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 seven days, five days a week, 40 hours a week, or whatever seven, whatever the hell his, the work week is now, just so you can be around them. You don't care how much money you make it. It's all worth it as long as you be around them every morning. As long as you can be around them every morning. All right? And some of y'all at night. Which ones are worse? That's a toss-up. They both worse. They both they both at the all-time low. Where did they come from? On the plantation. These these type of people were bred on plantations. That's why you could tell who was slaves and who ain't who wasn't really family wasn't slaves. Because you got a percentage of people who just not they don't have a coon mentality. And those of you shout out to those people who don't have that coon mindset. You the people that should be joining the Republican mental act. You are the people that should be coming in the Republican mental act. If you don't have that, if if you know what I'm talking about, and you and you could point that out and you see that mindset, then you belong in here. Those people who are listening to this and oh why he to- all they can hear is me talking about people they ain't really taking in what I'm saying. Those are coons right there because they offended by reality. They hate the reality of what I'm saying. Where do they um um want which one which ones uh. Which ones does the beast like most? Well, he likes the violent coon because the violent coon, he loves to bust him down into a damn buck-broken coon. He loves to get the violent coons to wear dresses when they become rappers, be around LGBT uh, 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 events, stuff like that. He loves to take the, suck the man man out of out of the so-called black man, and in some cases, literally. All right? And then you got the gentle coon. Like I said, he loves to take advantage of him, him or her. He he he's a black mascot, they black buddy who they just basically carry around with him like a damn little nigga doll. You know what I'm saying? He just they just walk around, just degrade him. He's he's the he's the butt of the jokes. Why are these? Uh, why are they destroying these so-called black? Why are they? Why are they they destroying the so-called black race? These coons, because they're doing it at the behest of their. Slave masters, not former slave masters, their present slave masters, because the white man is still their slave master. Make no mistake about it. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we think, and Amen we continue forward forever. 
I'm the intellectual Newton Minkari. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.